The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is sponsored by Grazex, the latest grass replacement pellet from Mitchell's. If it's not Mitchell's, get back in the truck. Last month, Grazex won gold at the International Animal Feed Awards in Las Vegas, overcoming strong competition from premium sorghum groats, Canada slow meal, and old Mr. McGiverty's home cranked poultry nuts. To celebrate this month only, claim your free promotional sack by wearing gold to our secret headquarters. Hello, and welcome to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the podcast companion to the Beef and Dairy Network website and a printed magazine brought to you by Grazex. On the podcast this month, we tell you how you could be in with a chance of winning tickets to see singer Paul Paul on tour. But first, we came across a very troubling post on the network web forum this week by a Timothy Van Lenquist, who wrote movingly about how he had lost his cow. We went to his home in North London to hear his story. Hello, my name's Timothy Van Lenquist, and I've... I've lost my cow. I'm an opera singer. Um, I sing uh, bass baritone. Uh, I've been a professional opera singer all my all my working life. I've done a few higher profile gigs. You'd probably remember there was a, a comedy double act, uh, Cheese and Onion, uh, very funny on television about ten years ago. This is um, obviously this is before Sid Onion went to prison in Turkey. They hosted a big a big show stopping uh, gala performance at the Palladium which was a charity benefit in aid of the Biafran National Front, that was it. It was an amazing uh, spectacle. Their closing number was a big Mozart-inspired uh, musical number, and I was, I was singing bass baritone. I was, I was in the... I had pride of place, actually. I was, I was just behind cheese. And, and they, they held it all, all back for the, for the encore, uh, their, their big hit signature number. That was... Um, she'd never had cheese and onion before. Uh, it, which they always used to close their TV show with. It was always uh, knock out the door, and she'd never had cheese and onion before. That that one, and um, on on all of the the posters and, and the flyers and the the social media distribution was um, a big selling point was a real live cow on the stage, and everyone you, how it is with with the encore they get to the got to the end of the Mozart bit and then they bowed and, and left the stage and everyone was was screaming about where's the cow, where's the cow and then of course they came out and she never had she done it before and then so the whole, all the company from the Mozart number came back out uh, but now there was this um, this this beautiful cow, sort of noble I remember looking uh, over at the, the cow and it was quite something and, and the cow, she, she looked back over at me and I'm sure I remember a very definite a look of um, respect from one performer to another just that moment when you're in really in sync with another performer in the moment on stage and it's a very special thing um so the the number 
came to a close uh, and I remember there was um, some pyrotechnics and, um, and and the cow did a walk around in a circle and that was that was actually what got us our second standing ovation I really didn't think that much about it until um, I was on the tube home and I noticed that the that the cow was there. She was sitting in the seat next to me, actually. And um, we just sort of wandered home together. And um, I thought, well, this is clearly a lonely cow. So I, I just I let her in, and, and she she settled in fairly quickly. And I set up the cow bed in the living room. Um, you can still see there. And um, there are lots of things I didn't know, like how well, how are you supposed to feed them? How much do you feed them? Um, Turns out um, cows really like Bombay mix. I always had this uh, this pang of guilt because I thought, well, who whose cow was it? I mean, did it belong to Cheese and Onion, and, and did they want her back? After a couple of months of um, of the cow uh, and I living together, I remember I phoned um, Les Cheese and I said, well, well, listen, I've got this cow here, and and I was really hoping he he, he wouldn't want her back because we would become very I think it's fair to say very firm friends by that point and um, Les he said uh, listen I, I haven't got time to talk about this um, Sid's just been arrested in Turkey uh, and that's the that's the double act down down the Essa shitter and don't ever effing telephone me ever effing again see and so that was it, it I sort of took that as a, a legally binding uh, adoption process, really. I remember the, the day very vividly. It was, um, it was about a month ago. Uh, it started like any other day. Uh, I rolled out of bed, um, put on my dressing gown and, and went through to make my morning coffee. So I just, same as always, clapped my hands and shouted, Here, girl. Here, girl. And uh, nothing. No, 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 no sign of her. And I went through and checked the cow bed. No sign of anything in the in the cow bed, and I remember once um, I'd woken up and um, it was quite funny actually. I'd, I'd woken up and I, I she was she wasn't there either. And I remember she'd gone down to the supermarket in in the wee hours, and because uh, she knows that's where they keep all the all the Bombay mix. And I got down there um, about eight a.m. and uh, I went in, and there she was. Uh, taking up most of the the biscuits and snacks aisle, uh, having a go. She'd got into several of the bags uh, and she'd been there grazing for um, about 20 to 25 minutes by the time I got there and the staff were really, they were really flustered. Um, and I had to pay for all the all the Bombay mix, of course. Um, but I'm, I'm used to that now. Uh, but they they understood in the end and, and I I, um, I had to reverse her, which is, is quite difficult with a cow, out of the, the snack aisle and um, out of the mini supermarket. And um, so I thought maybe that's happened again. Maybe she's just gone down to to, to where they where they keep the Bombay mix. But there was no um, she wasn't there. And um, and I just thought oh, I don't I don't know I don't know what to do. I don't know I didn't know where to where to look. <laughs> sorry sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, do you want any Bombay mix? I've got loads. 
More from that report after the beef forecast. Across the West, a big area of high beef pressure will slowly fall off with midweek mince rearing its head by Wednesday. Lowlands and coastal areas will get patchy, boneless loins and northern parts will be spattered with low-quality offcuts and rennet blizzards. And the milk prices, whole milk holding up with skim slipping against cream, whey is all the way down on nine, sour cream holds its value at 60 euros a barrel, and horse milk has slumped to an all-time low. They can't even give it away. Back to our feature on Timothy Van Lenquist after this. Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. This is uh, most days for me now, walking around the, uh, the local area. It's, um, I've been putting up some posters and um, also just keeping an eye out myself as well because you never know um, where she might turn up. So um, here we are, here's one. And I'm just going to put one of these up. This, uh, this is the poster here. And you can see, uh, it's very simple. Uh, have you seen this cow? And there's a phone number at the bottom. Uh, there's a, uh, a photograph there. That's actually from the day we met. That's from the Palladium show. And you can see here there's, there's her, uh, there's a bit of Les Cheese's elbow in the, on the side there. And that there is the, uh, the Princess Royal, who was presenting a large novelty check, you can just see there, for all the money we'd raised. And she's giving that to the man from the Biafran National Front. He's the one on the, on the right of the image uh, with the assault rifle. How many of these have, have, you, have you put up so far? Uh, something in the region of um, 50,000 now, I think, in, the, in and around the, the local area. And, and have you had any phone calls? No. It feels um, strangely wrong to use the word um, grieving when you don't know whether someone has passed away, but grieving is it's the only word I can really think to use to describe... Oh, I'm so, sorry, one, one second, one second. I have to... I'm sorry. Hello? Yes, yes, that's me, that's me. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. You have? You're sure? Are you sure it's her? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so- sorry, sorry. Where was it? Where was it? Sorry. Yep. 33, yes. Yes, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. They, uh, they think they think they think they found her. They think they found her. I've got to go. I- I'm really sorry. Hurry up. We have to go. Get your shoes. I'm sorry. 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 Okay, uh, this looks like it. 33, Maplewood Drive, door slightly ajar. They said just go straight in. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna go straight in. Okay. Oh, it's very dark. Um, hello. Well, I'm here. What? So, so sorry, the cow anywhere inside. Um, there's the beat that's just happened to me, and 
stole my wallet and my watch. Could you take me to A&E, please? My name's Timothy Van Lenquist. I still haven't found my cow. <laughs> Good luck finding that cow, Tim. You're in our thoughts here at the network. As, of course, is Sidonian, who is still in prison in Turkey. May justice prevail. Free the Onion One. Now, after the huge success of his album released last year, Churn, this week folk troubadour and friend of the show Paul Paul announced a tour of restaurants across the USA. And you could be there, thanks to the good people at Meat Wheels, the USA's first biker bar-themed grill restaurant franchise. Spend over $20 on the children's menu and get a free bandana and plastic flick knife for your little one. And remember, at Meat Wheels, there's a brawl on the hour, every hour. To be in with a chance of winning the tickets, all you need to do is send us a tweet to at Beef and Dairy with the hashtag BikerFace and a photograph of you doing your best impression of a biker. The sender of the best biker face will receive two tickets to a Paul Paul tour date of their choice, travel, accommodation in a two-star hotel, and a free meal at Meat Wheels. When entering, please let us know your preferred tour location. The tour begins on the 29th of September at the Meat Wheels in Raccoon Falls, Minnesota, before visiting Meat Wheels restaurants across the country in Beaver Creek, Michigan, Chipmunk Rapids, Arizona, Woodchuck Springs, South Dakota, Eagle Point, Virginia, Lemming Bridge, Arkansas, Vole Rock, Kentucky, Woodrat Valley, Wyoming, Turkey Canyon, North Dakota, Turkey Springs, North Carolina, Turkey Falls, Kansas, Turkey City, Maine, Turkey Rapids, Wisconsin, Turkey Rapids, Indiana, Turkey Rapids, Alabama, Turkey Valley, Oregon, Turkey Bridge, Tennessee, Cactus Mouse Falls Creek Canyon, Idaho, Wolf Fox Bison Moose Rapids, Colorado, Mosquito Mill River Creek, Nevada, Fort Beaver in Montana, and Small Mammal City, Iowa. And for UK listeners who can't make it over to the States, he'll be playing the Little Chef at Barton Mill Services, northbound on the A11, on November the 24th. To celebrate his new partnership with Meat Wheels, Paul Paul is releasing a new edition of his hit album Churn, featuring a new bonus track which he has allowed us to premiere here on the podcast. The track, called Buttermaking, continues the theme of Churn as it explores elements of his troubled childhood. Paul Paul was the son of a milkmaid, who was made pregnant by the rich farmer who owned the dairy where she worked. Soon after Paul Paul was born, it was announced that the dairy was to be shut down and the young Paul Paul was left abandoned in a butter churn. So here's his brand new track, Buttermaking. Today, automation has taken much of the drudgery out of processing dairy products. But that means we require more and more highly skilled workers. Remember, the dairy industry is dynamic, always moving forward, and always in search of improvement, never completely satisfied with the extent of its progress. The dairy door is shut once more. Can enter, none can hide the dairy door. 
Big thanks to Paul Paul for that exclusive play of his new song, and a big good luck with the tour from all of us here at the network. I've actually been to a Meat Wheels franchise restaurant myself in Turkey Rapids, Indiana, and I must say the brawls they put on there truly are excellent. The actor playing the Hells Angel who betrayed the wider gang in particular was wonderful. It was as if his knack had actually been broken by the pool cue, and the actors who arrived on the fake air ambulance were amazingly authentic too. So that's all we've got time for. But if you're after more beef and dairy news, get over to the website now where you can read all the usual stuff, as well as our off-topic section, where this month we run through the big do's and don'ts when it comes to hiring a sorcerer. Until next time, beef out. Hello, Benjamin Partridge here. Now, first things first... Um, I'm very pleased to be able to tell you about the first ever Beef and Dairy Network live show, um, which is taking place at the London Podcast Festival in September. Um, It's taking place at at King's Place, which is at King's Cross. Um, It's going to be on the 25th of September at half past six, and it costs £6.50. And you can get tickets from www.kingsplace.co.uk. And I dare say you'd get there, even if you didn't put in the www. bit. I'm very excited about it. I'm not really sure exactly what it's going to be like, um, but we're going to endeavour to make it fun. And um, it's a bit of an experiment, but if you're up for that, then um, please do come along. Um, I've got 100 seats to fill, and my nightmare is that people come who don't really know the podcast at all because I think they'll be baffled. So what I want is a nice audience of people who know their Les Cheese from their Sid Onion. So if that sounds good to you, um, please, please come along. Okay, now time to move on to thanks. Thanks for all the people who helped with that episode. First of all, thanks to Tom Crowley for being such a good Timothy Van Lenquist. Um, I also want to tell you that Tom is a principal cast member in a podcast sitcom series that came out last year called Wooden Overcoats. It's well worth checking out. And at the moment, they're currently running a Kickstarter to raise money to make a second series. So do pay attention to that. You can find them at woodenovercoats.com. 
Secondly, thank you to Rodri Viney, who wrote and performed the music for Paul Paul, and in many ways is Paul Paul. Um, thank you, Rodri. He also made the new Beef and Dairy theme tune, which I really like. So thanks for that uh, again, Rodri. Also, the music I used in the Timothy Van Lenquist section is by a composer called Roman Benedict, and it's from a really good album called Dusk and Dawn, which you can buy from his website, which is romanbenedict.com, um, and I recommend you check that out. And finally, thanks to you, you, for listening. Um, and and I'm saying that especially because since we joined Maximum Fun a couple of months ago, um, we've just picked up loads more listeners than we ever had before. And it's been really, really great. Um, many of you are American, I know, and then other British and some Australian as well. And it's all really fun to just to get messages from all over the place from people. Um, and you send me funny little tweets. And um, a woman in America sent me a photograph of her pet deer. I mean, that absolutely was my highlight of 2016 so far. So do keep them coming. If anyone else has got a pet deer, um, do send a photo. There's no excuse not to. Um, and it's just been great. So thank you so much for listening. And we've also got lots of nice iTunes reviews. They've been popping up, which is really good and they're really useful. And if you haven't left one and you are a fan of the show, please do. Please go to iTunes and leave us a nice review. That would be gratefully received. So um, yes, I will see you. No, I won't see you. <laughs> well, I'll see a small number of you. Um but most of you I won't see. I will speak at you again next month. Bye. Hey, James. Hey, Ineke. Where are we right now? You're in the minority corner. Haven't you been here before? You know what? I think I have. Because you're a woman. And you're a gay man. And we're, we're both, both black. black. And now that we're here in the minority corner, what should we talk about? How about race, gender, and sexuality? Ooh, and we can gossip about celebrities, and I can quiz you on pop culture. Ooh, and we can have guests. We're going to learn, laugh, and play. You know, that sounds a lot like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay, and ladylike. Minority Corner with the K. Check us out. Because the C was taken. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.